0: This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Wrexham 2, Lynn Town 0, a comfortable win in the end, although Lynn should be praised uh, because their season's essentially dead, they're down, and they showed a lot of guts and spirit, and they had a front foot philosophy to try and take us on, and I think they should be applauded for that. They kept going. And in the second half, it never felt like the result was in doubt, but they did at least take the game to us when we took our foot off the pedal a bit in the second half. Anyway, Rexham naming an unchanged team, which meant that Callum McFadden, pleasingly, was able to start Saturday, Tuesday. And we had a bit of a shock at the start because, as I said, Kings Lynn Town didn't come to park the bus. They really had a bold strategy. They pressed extremely hard and with a lot of energy and with a lot of organization as well. Their back line really pushed high. And in the first five, ten minutes or so, it gave us problems. We were it wasn't like it was it was the exact opposite of the start of the Aldershot game where we were patiently moving it around to outmaneuver a low block. This was... They were in our face, and, and we really had to work to keep the ball. They had a lot of the ball in our half. They didn't create any chances, but they were buzzing about. We were not able to to get that ball forwards with accuracy. And at first, it was a problem. But the thing I'm liking about Rex at the moment is that when we're presented with issues at the start of games now, we seem to be able to work them out. And naturally, the ferocity of their press started to wane and once that happened, that high line became a little bit of a problem for them rather than a strength. Indeed, pretty much the first chance that Wrexham made was a goal brought about because of the high line. An attack broke down, Young picked it up, and dinked an absolutely delicious chip into the box. Jordan Davis running onto it on the left channel with an excellent 10-yard finish, toe-poking it past the keeper into the bottom right corner to to maintain his crazy scoring run. 14 goals for the season now, not bad. And Wrexham continued to put the pressure on after that point. Palmer bursting down the left-hand side and feeding Davis in a packed penalty area. And so he tried an audacious chip from about 15 yards out, which floated really high, beat the keeper, and dropped just wide of the far post. Hall Johnson nearly kept it alive, I and mean, how he got even close to it, I don't know. He nearly managed to keep it in, and volley it back into the goal, just across the line. And Wrexham started to take control. I've got to say, you know, man of the match, spoiler alert, the two outstanding players, really were Luke Young and James Jones, who were a superb engine, in the middle of the pitch. Uh, Davis was doing well too. Um, And Wrexham were making chances now. Toes long throws caused real problems. He hurled one in. Hayden with a little flick header. And the ball dropped off a defender to Mullen. About six yards out. His first shot just let him down. If he'd managed to get the proper touch he probably would have scored. But he managed to turn and hit a shot which was blocked underneath the bar. A couple of minutes later... Davis sweeping in a free kick from the left-hand side, Palmer getting up, free header from eight yards out, but couldn't get the direction on it. Easy catch for the goalkeeper, Paul Jones. But the breakthrough, I beg your pardon, the second goal was coming, and it came in the 32nd minute. And again, it was a really nice move. Davis doing well in midfield, squaring it to James Jones. Jones playing the most glorious little dinked assist. I mean, it had to be perfect. Because there wasn't that much space to work with. But a lovely little angle on it. And he just clipped it over the defender. Mullen took it beautifully on the chest. And was surging towards goal. And there was a lovely sense of inevitability that the ball would end up in the net. To be fair, Paul Jones spread himself well. Mullen went to blast it. And it took a big hit on the goalkeeper's body. But not quite enough to deflect it off target. Flew into the top right corner. The top left corner. But that was a little... uh, hint of what was to come because Jones would play a decisive part in the second half and keeping the score down as for Wrexham well at this point they were relentless Hall Johnson breaking down the right-hand side ripping a great cross in Mullen denied by a last-ditch intervention from Josh Coulson who an experienced centre-back who really stood firm in the heart of King Kingland's defence but then Wrexham dealt a blow you may wonder why I only mentioned Young and Jones as the outstanding performers in a midfield. Well, that's because Jordan Davis had to go off injured. He felt a, a muscle going. Hopefully, it's as precautionary because the game was essentially won by this point and Rexham were well on top. He came off. Liam McAlinden came on. And McAlinden was immediately lively, but we, we lost Javis's inspiration and creativity. And. Well King's were allowed in another a, a, a minute where they could maybe have made something uh of it and come back into the game. Muneshi Sandire was in midfield and he was by far and away their best player, really did well linking play together and was very energetic and he went close twice in the space of a minute just at the end of the half. Firstly Hickman sweeping in across and Sandere getting up and heading towards goal of the ball, just scraping the right post of Laneton Beaton. And then from the restart, Kingsling got the ball forwards. It was a strange one. Aaron Jackson, the ref was a peculiar ref in the sense that he seemed to give everything correctly except the really obvious things. There were a number of obvious fouls, not just on Wrexham, but by Rexham too that he just didn't give. Some of which I thought were clear yellows. Um on this occasion, Amatayo clearly fouled Luke Young. I mean was, no question. Ref played on and Omatayo managed to find again some deer in the edge of the area, and he drilled a powerful shot, which, again, just scraped the right post. So a couple of little that got us for Wrexham, although it was Wrexham who nearly, nearly got the third just on the half-time break. Young sweeping in a corner to the far post, headed back by Mullen, and, Mac- and Linden met it six yards out, but his header went just over the bar. The second half started again with Wrexham making opportunities. Oh, the first one was a strange one, Young ripping an absolutely horrible corner, which nobody could get a touch on to, and it flew across the face and very nearly went in at the far post. Then there was an a, a, a odd little situation with Gold Matayo, who went in extremely high on Hayden. And again, amazingly, the ref gave nothing when Hayden was furious that it should be at least a yellow card. But Wrexham kept making early chances. A nice move ending with Mullen breaking down the right and pushing the ball into the goal, as McLinden just couldn't quite reach it. And then, the 53rd minute, the start of the Paul Jones show. Because this is a strange thing. From around this point, about our points, Wrexton's performance waned. Now, no question, we were thinking, we've won this, we're in control, we're comfortable. Kingsland hadn't really created much. And so we went down the gears and you know just relaxed a bit. The issue was I think we maybe went down one gear more than we meant to. And we did allow Kingsland back into the game a bit. We we kept him at arm's length. It was still pretty comfortable. But despite the fact that the second half, the last half hour was very much like that, Wrexham actually could have scored quite a few in the second half. But Paul Jones made a string of glorious saves, two of which were genuinely out the top draw. And this is the first one, another good corner from Young. Hayden getting up six yards out and meeting it perfectly. Lovely downwards header. Into the bottom right corner. Or so it seems. The crowd was celebrating. Somehow Jones managed to get down. Right at the foot of the post. And scoop the ball out as it was crossed in line. An absolutely fantastic save. And three minutes later. He did it again. A great fast flowing counter attack by Wrexham. Hall Johnson turtling down the right hand side. And punching a perfect cross along the floor. For Palmer. Six yards out. It had to be a goal. But Jones did amazingly well. Spread himself and Palmer's shot hit his body, ricocheted up onto the bar, and, went, and the danger was gone. Within a minute, Wrexham could have scored again. Young doing well, pulling the strings, dinking the ball out to the left, Cloworth getting up to win the ball from McFadden, and it was a good chance, really, 15 yards out, took his time, got it on his right foot, placed it around the goalkeeper, but put it just wide of the far post. But well, yeah, around the... The hour mark, the game did just turn a little bit. I mean, that's the 56th minute when McFadden went close. The next maximum opportunity I wrote down was the 83rd. So we really eased off, but we did allow Kings Lynn, as a result, to get a grip on midfield. And they had a couple of moments. Uh, the, the most obvious one being when Hickman burst down the right-hand side and drove in a shot, and saved it. Not the most difficult save, but uh, it had to be made. And then there was a bit of a scramble before the ball went behind for a goal kick. But Wrexham, although the crowd started to get a little anxious, did keep them at arm's length, in all honesty, and at the end came on strong again. There was a a crazy, crazy scramble, a long throw by Tozer. Hayden flicked it on, that was blocked. Then Cleworth tried an overhead kick, which I think would have gone in, had the defender not got close enough to get a block in. The ball ricocheted to the edge of the area. James Jones smashed the ball in. It was heading towards the bottom uh, right corner. Jones again got down and made a very good save at full stretch pushing it away it dropped to Mullen a couple of yards out in front of an open goal but it was going quickly across him and it was a tight angle and he just couldn't quite wrap his foot around it enough and he smashed it into the side netting and then in the second minute of added time the ball coming out to Luke Young after a set piece and it's hard to believe that Young hasn't scored this season he went for it drilled it, it was heading inside the left post and Jones got across full stretch and pushed the ball away. So, a comfortable win, very comfortable win, although, to be fair, Kings Lynn showed a lot of heart and the fact of the matter is so that if Jones hadn't had such an exceptional day, it still would have been four or five. Looking at the performances, Linton had one save to make what you'd expect them to. Again, not much to report from him, but at least he got his clean sheet this time, unlike Saturday. At the back... Um, Tosa was interesting defensively excellent uh, his passing was really off which was unusual and he's such a good user of the ball <clears throat> but his passing was weirdly off to his right Hayden was wow I mean this, this, this is one of the, the a sort of museum piece Hayden performance it was beautiful I mean Goldon Mateo, we know what he is and he's a big strong bloke who will bully centre-backs not those two. <laughs> I mean, There was one glorious passage of play, which where Hayden... <coughs> Amatai looked like he was actually going to outmuscle Hayden, and he almost felt like Hayden thought, oh, this isn't happening, and he just put on the super strength, leaned on Amatai, pushed him out of the way, and then drove past him and started a move, which ended with a shot on goal. It was great stuff. And um, Clowes did really well, too. Uh, he dealt with Amatai well in the air as well. It's pleasing to see, because obviously he's not got the same bulk as the other two centre-backs. The three of them did well. The wing-backs really played extremely high as Waxham tried to bypass that that high press. And again, they were very active. Hall-Johnson put some decent balls into the box. McFadden was cutting inside, showing a little bit of goal threat and was very combative fighting for the ball out wide. In midfield, like I said, Davis looked very good but had to go off. Young and Jones were outstanding with their work rates, with their passing. Uh, they really were tremendous. On balance... James Jones man of the match, I think. He he deserves the credit. He hasn't always got that credit, but I tell you what, he was everywhere. Uh, really impressive. Matt Linton came on for G- Davis, of course. Now, he did very well, actually, to be fair. He was very positive. He's going to be, obviously, in a centre midfield role, very attacking, and he he was really relishing his dribbling. He did some of his real party pieces. It was nice to see. Um, But I, I think it... We lost something losing Davis because Davis will move the ball around quicker. Uh, it's not criticism of and that's not his game. I think Mclinn did very well, but the balance of the midfield was a little bit off. and Maybe that helped Kingsland to come back into it when we racked a little. Um The two strikers, uh, well, Palmer, had well again, one of those funny days, he did very well. He had a really good performance by him and, and he troubled the centre-backs, held the ball up superbly. Yeah, there were those days where things didn't quite fall for him. A few times he made great runs and wasn't played in. He had the headed chance when he put it straight at the keeper, um, and and sometimes the ball just got a bit stuck between his feet. And you could see he was getting a bit frustrated. As was Mullen, who was terrific. I mean, that was, that was Brian Mullen. That was setting up chances, threatening, always sparky the two of them got very frustrated in the last half hour because they were kept making their runs and plugging away and the passes weren't coming because Wrexham, as I said, I think had just slowed things down a bit and they both got annoyed, I think, because they were hungry for goals. So, uh, great performance by Wrexham, comfortable performance by Wrexham I should say. Uh, Got the goals early on, coasted it a bit in the second half, but were in control. It looked like we were heading into second place at one point. We have gone up to third. That's good stuff and the possible meltdown continues to build so job done week off and i'm back against bournemouth let's hope that the muscle strains that jordan davis and tom o'connor have suffered will be okay by then the final score of Wrexham 2, Kings Lynn Town nil. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. Uh, please look out. Highlights will be at ten o'clock tonight. Please, of course, have a listen to Neil Williams's Tervenal, which is a Welsh language podcast on the final whistle, uh, similar to my hot take one, in which you can get a quick uh, update of everything that happened in welsh launched it on saint david's day and it'll be a, a really good feature on our podcast youtube channels going forward so the final score of Wrexham two kings in town Nell, have a nice day that was awful wasn't it why did i end it like that that's really peculiar that was like Wrexham's performance was good and then tailed off a bit at the end oh well you know performance art i don't just tell you about the game Actually, actor at. This is the final whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.